Hey everybody, welcome to this quarantine episode of How We Survive. You know, me and Danielle have been thinking, maybe these people out there have been doing what we've been doing during this quarantine time and revisiting some things that you may have just missed in the busyness of the beginning of 2020. Well, one of those things uh, that really stood out for us as we've reviewed the beginning of this year was a special Valentine's event that many of you may have already forgotten happened. But what happened on February 14th of 2020 was the release of Justin Bieber's fifth studio album, Changes. Today, we're breaking down the worst lyrics on Justin Bieber's Changes album. We're also going to share with you a special award that we've made just for this podcast, Most Christian Lyric on a Pop Album of 2020. This is a unbeknownst category to most, but you may see it. We've submitted it to the Grammys. So what were you expecting with Changes? I know you're a big fan Purpose came out the year we started dating, 2015. It's one of the best albums, in my opinion, of all time. How did you feel about changes coming out five years later? Five years. Yeah, I was very uh, anxious to hear this new album. We were constantly waiting and saying, when is he going to put out a new album? What's he doing with all his time? Just hanging out at Hillsong, I guess, thinking about marriage, loving marriage. Mm-hmm. But we were like, Singing, okay. Lord, I left your name on high. Yeah. We thought, well, maybe his next album will be a worship album. We, it's very, definitely a possibility, we thought. But um, my expectations were very high for this album because I, like you, loved Purpose. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was excited when the singles came out. There were, obviously, were, we've probably all heard Intentions a thousand times. It had good features. The beats were pretty strong. Felt like a good song. It was really fun. Obviously, we were all excited for summer at that point. So it felt like the perfect song to sit at the pool, listen to. Yummy is a little bit more droning. I didn't like it as much. Um, but definitely loved Intentions and showed the music video to my class, which is a sure sign of approval. All right. All right so tell me about the the first lyric that you've screenshotted to share with me Renee this lyric comes from the track come around me Mm. which to be honest despite this absurd lyric that we're about to read is maybe my favorite song in the album Mm. it's just it's very catchy it's absolutely absurd like I said lyrically but as far as just like a fun song to have on in the background while you're doing the dishes this is this is 10 out of 10 for me (laughs) but the lyric is insane so here we go. This is a two-liner. This is the shortest one on our list, but it you will soon see why it made the list. <clears throat> Let's not miss out on each other. Let's get it in. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. When I think of expeditiously, I just think, why the adverb? Adverbs are out. Adverbs are over. If you've ever taken a writing class, people will say, Oh, why'd you put an adverb there? Justin Bieber, he doesn't care. He doesn't go to writing school. He never went, he'll never go to school. He's the opposite of school. He's a rebel. Expeditiously. He's going to get it in expeditiously. He's going as fast as he can. Yeah. He's moving at the speed of light. Why waste time? We've waited five years for the album. Let's get it in expeditiously. Let's do this thing. When I think, when I hear expeditiously, I think of booking a flight on Expedia.com. Mm-hmm. I think, oh, where are we headed? Maybe we can go... 
For a nice vacation. Maybe we can do some traveling. Maybe we could go there at the speed of light, expeditiously. Maybe we can get there as ASAP because I'm Who knows to... what will happen if we don't get there quickly enough. Seriously, I'm trying to get it in expeditiously. I'm trying to throw my bag on that belt and get it sucked up so fast that the freaking wall explodes. Even though I, like you, love um, Come Around Me, one of my favorite misheard lyrics from Eli Johnson is the beginning of the song. It asks, who taught you how to drive stick? Eli Johnson heard it as, who taught you how to chop stick? <laughs> so that's what I think of when I hear this song. I just think Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber are sitting there eating their... Uh, low main takeout and he looks over and sees her eating just with just impeccable form with the chopsticks and he says babe who taught you how to chop who taught you taught, who how taught you who That's, taught you you're how to just chopstick? killing it over there yeah the you got it in expeditiously <gasps> expeditiously all right lyric number two this comes from the aforementioned single intentions featuring quavo and this is from the chorus i'm just gonna get right to it Stay in the kitchen, cooking up. Got your own bread. Heart full of equity. You're an asset. There's nothing more sensual, more erotic than going into an Edward Jones and just getting put into a finance account. There's nothing hotter than that. While cooking some freshly While baked bread. While cooking some freshly baked bread, yeah. There's no more, like... There's nothing I want more than to be compared to capital gain, you know. So I I really appreciate this lyric actually. I I love to think about it, you know. I think about it every day. Justin Bieber is essentially telling his wife, "I think about you 24/7, babe. I think about you when I'm eating my lunch. I think about you when I'm sitting down with my H&R Block guy and putting together my financial portfolio. Just every everything is about you to me." To quote Muna, that's an actually good lyric. One thing that I think Justin Bieber doesn't realize, because he lives a very insular life, him and Haley, he doesn't live life like the rest of us, and so it shows in this album. And it's glaringly obvious in the song Available, which is a song about Justin Bieber waiting around for Haley Bieber to get home. And that's the entire song. A theme we'll see later in the song ETA. Same exact premise, but anyways. Yeah, these people must just sit around. They just must be so bored. Justin Bieber must sit on his phone and look out the window so much. But I'm going to read a verse to you from Available. I get frustrated when you're busy. Lately, that's been more than often. What is this? It's like, do you even miss me? I feel like I'm less than a priority. You got me convinced. Convinced I'm the only one. Tripping in my head. Because in reality, you live in my bed. You take no other residence. You live nowhere <laughs> okay, else. Okay, now you're riffing. <laughs> it's hard to tell what's the real lyric and what's you joking. The real lyric ends at, in reality, you live in my bed. You live there. That's Is that home. a command? Is that a description of his reality? We'll never know. We'll never know. We, yeah, we'll never know. He's never going to listen to this. He, he'll, yeah, we'll never know. Who taught you how to chopstick? All right, this next one is a favorite of mine. It comes from the song Forever. And 
once again, we see Justin Bieber placing his affection for his wife into the most unexpected places. We've <laughs> touched finances. We've touched cooking. We're now entering uncharted territory. So Here without further ado. Never thought I'd settle down. Reckon I lied to myself. I was busy focusing on being by myself. Set my feelings to the side. They all got dusty on a shelf. You wiped them down when I had nothing left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. So as you, many of you probably know, me and Eli write a lot of music together. We're not going to go into it too much. But our biggest pet peeve, maybe Eli's biggest pet peeve. Yeah, for you, when you're saying no adverbs, they have no place in music. For me, my number one soapbox is literally is the word shelf. And so lazy. I hear the word shelf in a song, I immediately think I don't respect this writer. It is the most overused rhyme, usually with self. And it has really nothing to do. We don't say it casually. Yeah, it doesn't who, feel who just natural. Who talks about shelves in the real oh, world? This, oh, I'm so tired. I've put all of my work on the shelf to spend time with you. Yeah, it's nobody not, says it. It's not a word people normally use. Yeah. And there's nothing lyric like it's not a it's not a pretty word. It's not yeah. a I don't get why it's not a good image. It doesn't do anything for the song. And I think it's yeah, it just feels really lazy here. Especially when you're Justin Bieber who is working with the the best of the best. Yeah. And is managed by the best of the best. I think we yeah, we see this a lot that sometimes money can't buy you everything. Sometimes I wonder if Justin Bieber actually just wrote this album with a bot. <laughs> I wonder if a bot listened to Ariana Grande for a few hours and then constructed this album. So one of the worst songs by far on the album, probably because of the feature. The feature is Lil Dicky. The song is Running Over. The feature is Lil Dicky, who is a comic rapper. Yeah. And it's hard to tell if... Just by, I don't know if it's the production or whatever, but it's really hard to tell if Lil Dicky is being funny or if he's being serious. He says at one point, I'm going to kiss your breasts tenderly. And there's this little vocalization in the back. And you really can't tell if it's funny or if he's like, this is his seduction method. So (laughs) I'm going to read to you the verse. It starts out with Justin Bieber saying, Wednesday, it felt like a Tuesday when you met me. I remember it like it was yesterday. You just said, hello. I lost my sanity. Thought you was looking through me. Then you made me laugh with personality. When you said goodbye, that was a tragedy. Had to get a lesson in anatomy. You just ran me over. So So Justin Bieber really gets caught up in this uh, yesterday rhyme. He can't stop. He's rolling. Yeah, (laughs) he's rolling. He's rolling. He's rolling. And then he doesn't know how to stop it. So he just says, you just ran me over. And the whole song is about someone getting run over with love. And you get run over. You're on the road having a great day. Boom. It's over for you. You got run over with love. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think there's just so it's so easy to dissect, right? You know they meet on a they meet on a Wednesday, but it's, it felt like Tuesday. It felt like the day before. It, he lost all sense of time. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I, why would it? Why did it feel like a Tuesday? Like you met someone oh. on a weekday. Oh, it's a normal day of the week. I would expect the lyric to be like, 
but it felt like a Friday. But it or felt like, like a better Christmas day. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something higher than Tuesday, but... No, it's only Tuesday. Um, and I think the thing that... it's This is like every experience I had in middle school at a youth group where I was actively poaching a young man. You know, I poaching might be too strong a word, but what can I say? I'm a fox. Um, yeah, he's... It's just, it feels very immature, and I think that's the problem with all of these lyrics. It feels like a middle schooler wrote them, and he's like, there's nothing that feels substantial substantial or depthful, even in the ballads that are supposed to be really, really intimate. Everything feels like a screen, and I don't know if this is because Justin Bieber is making pop music, you know, but I think he... This this album was marketed as a way of us, like, seeing into his world, seeing how he's changed. And it promised this, like, false sense of intimacy that we would get with Justin Bieber, even though he's married now. Um, and, I don't know, we just don't really get very much. All right, the next song, it's titled Take It Out On Me, which, just as a general note, has a very questionable premise this whole song is like at one point he literally says i'll be your punching bag hit me with all of your might which i think the issue endorse would not endorse and i think the issue with this song is pretty like indicative of the issue we would say this whole album has which is that justin bieber is trying so hard to be sexual while also being like pg with these weird metaphors that we've already covered at length (laughs) that you're all familiar (laughs) with he's trying so hard to be really sexual and intimate but also the the metaphors and the things he uses to try to do that are so bizarre and confusing that they feel incredibly unsexual yeah this is the valentine's day album that nobody got pregnant to yeah this was not i mean this was not getting it done expeditiously for anyone. I can tell you that. That's for sure. All right. So the lyric from Take It Out On Me that that I just cannot wait to share with you, friends, is this. Whatever you need, I'll make sure you get enough. And when your battery gets low, I'm going to be the one to charge you up. Let me massage your mental and your physical. <laughs> your mental and your physical. There's no noun. So just your mental and your and physical. Your physical- Period. Done. Blank. (laughs) Well, I don't, you just, I don't, maybe you're just missing it. You know, your mental and your physical. Maybe there's some sort of language we're not understanding here. When I hear this, let me massage your mental and your physical, I think of the way cats press their paws down into people and massage when they're trying to find a place to take a nap. And I imagine Justin Bieber pressing pressing his paws into Haley Bieber's brain, massaging her mental... (laughs) That's what image I'm getting right now. I imagine uh, Spy Kids, you know, the first one where they're putting the brain in the people. Yes. I imagine the Haley Bieber's head opening up like the Spy Kids and Justin Bieber just getting his hands dirty in there. Yeah, he's really loving massaging. it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking and I'm reading ETA. This is a song that I haven't revisited since the album came out because it's so boring. Incredibly boring. The issue with this album, well, one of the many issues we've talked about is that, you know, they tell you when you're writing, they, you know, they tell you that you should write about your life, you know, use use what you've learned in the world. And Justin Bieber must not have a very interesting life because this song is 
like other songs on the album, simply about waiting for Hailey Bieber to get home. Because this is all they do. They just wait for somebody's gone, somebody comes back. Somebody leaves, somebody comes back. So I'm going to read ETA. And I think the other thing, again, Justin Bieber doesn't realize how creepy some of the things or maybe possessive some of the things that he says. Like, you live in my bed. You live in my bed. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of questionable lyrics. And I don't think it was purposeful. I'm not here to, like, destroy Justin Bieber. But I think... I don't think he realized what he was doing when he was doing this. So without further ado, Justin Bieber writes in the outro, Before you gotta go, drop a pin for me now so I can learn your location. Thank you. Yes, you're less than five minutes away from me. In your arms, rubbing on your face. Only place I want to be. In the bed where we lay our head. Only place I want to be. So I'm all I'm just confused about this lyric. So is she gone and he's dropping she's dropping a pin so he can know and then he can look forward to the face rubbing? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Okay, I can't tell. I thought I thought that she was already with him and he was like drop a pin now so that I can just watch you drive away. I don't know, bizarre. In your arms think- rubbing on your face. <sighs> rubbing these are re- thank you. Yes, you're less than five minutes away from me. When I hear that, I think of the Domino's tracker on the Domino's app, and we're wondering when our pizza is going to arrive. Thank you. Yes, they left the store. Oh, thank you, thank you. John has John is preparing your order. Yes, I'm so excited. John is checking to make sure your sauces are packed in. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go. John's about to leave. That's what I'm thinking of. One of the reasons why I think Justin Bieber might be trying to be unsexually sexual is because of his, not even recent anymore, conversion to Christianity. And any of you who have been involved in the church world in any way can recognize the language hula hoops and roller coasters that Christians use to try to... Talk about... Virtually anything, but probably especially sex. <laughs> sex. And I think Justin Bieber is well-intentioned in trying, and, you know, he he wants to have a good Christian marriage, which I think is a good thing. Um, but I don't think it translated well in the album. And you might have an example for this. Oh, it's interesting. There's a song here that's called That's What Love Is. I think it's towards the end of the album. We're getting towards the end of the album here. Mm-hmm. This gem comes from verse one. I reach out to you, but my hands can't hold enough. Enough of your greatness. You teach me patience, like the best of our worlds collide. Never understood what it meant to submit to love. So beyond what lust is. Hey, it's a blessing that you're in my life. So is this song about God or about Haley Bieber? I think it's about Haley. I, this is the, this is the trick. See, he's tricking me. I don't, I really don't know. It could be about both. He could be worshiping God. He could be getting in expeditiously. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. So at the album release party for Justin Bieber's changes, when we could all hang out and party, when Justin Bieber could hang out and party with his friends, he left the party after this song that we're about to read to you played. 
him and Haley Bieber left expeditiously. And as he was leaving, he said, things are about to get really freaky. And he said that after this song. Which is titled, At Least For Now. Freaky for now. Freaky for now. Here we go. Verse one. I'm concerned when you look at my face. You're excited for no reason. I look lost with a drink in my hand. What you think is fair ain't even even. It's cold outside for my expression. Take the scarf and wrap it around my neck. Loosen up my tie. That's it. That's it. Put on the scarf. Do, do it both. And then put a, it, snake your hand underneath, um, loosen the tie. If the scarf is wrapped around the neck and there's already a tie there, I can see why that would be uncomfortable. So if you're going to choose one or the other to have tightly wrapped around your neck, I would, if you're going for warmth, because from his expression, yeah, it's cold, cold outside. We just learned. Yeah. And by looking concerned. at his face. Yeah. Oh, he looks he's cold. Con- he looks concerned to me. Yeah. So he's concerned when she's looking at his face because she's excited for no reason. Because his face is no reason. He's, yeah, he's he saying my face. face is no reason yeah. to be excited. Is, is that yeah. what he's trying to communicate here? I think he's trying to say, you love me and I don't understand it. I don't know why he couldn't have just said that. <laughs> yeah, that would have been somehow more poetic than the you, I'm wardrobe concerned. malfunction that's <laughs> occurring here in this line. Yeah. All right, All right next verse line, two. verse two. I chose this one specifically. Um... Right leg crossed when you're smoking a cigarette. Cameras on the couch. Ain't nobody taking pictures. Throw my arms around you. Bear witness. The stripes on my shirt. Can you read between the lines? You sip champagne while I sip on red wine. Never mind me watching you. Never mind the tension. Please excuse me while I dance. I forgot to mention, I'm going on strike. (sighs) So many things going on here. Um, the champagne and the red wine rhymed with lines is so weak. The random bear witness. It seems like Justin is Bieber. Is that a LeBron Brames reference? I don't know. I think Justin Bieber just like went to church a couple times and he wrote down like his favorite phrases. Oh, maybe. And he thought, I want God to bless this album, so I'm going to put these phrases in the album. And I think... The issue with bear witness is that they're just, we're bearing witness listening to the song. Like, I think he, I don't think he knows or understands what he's communicating with a lot of the lyrics to hear. Yeah. Now that we've went through some of the, just some of the many interesting lyric choices on this album... I want to talk about some of my general disappointments, and then maybe we can talk about some of the album's strengths. There are some strengths this album, but I really love Travis Scott, who also showed up on Purpose, that album. Oh, yeah. Um, Justin Bieber also, in his party days, did a song with Travis Scott called Dear Maria, I'm Drunk, which is one of my favorite party songs. It's a really, I like it. It's a really good song. So I was really looking forward when I heard that Travis Scott was going to show up on the album. It seemed like it was going to be really good. I don't, it's almost embarrassing to even admit that Travis Scott is on this album. His line is maybe 15 seconds long. It sounds like it was recorded on an iPhone. At one point he starts, 
he's not mumble rapping. He's actually talking to somebody else that's in the room with them. And it's it seems like Justin Bieber asked him, hey, Justin Bieber is like the annoying little brother. And Travis Scott is like, fine, fine. I got to put this out there, man. Um, and just, I mean, Travis Scott has such a like amazing career. He's an amazing rapper. It was that was probably the most disappointing thing on this album because I loved No Sense, which is a song that From he was on on purpose. Yeah. yeah I was also disappointed. Post Malone is on this album. I love Post Malone. I love his new album, Hollywood's Bleeding. It's so good. And again, the Post Malone feature. I don't even know what song. I don't even remember what song it is, but yeah. it's it adds nothing. It's like such a waste. It's another, it's another, it feels weirdly rushed. You'll have to listen to it for yourself and decide, but all of the features on here feel very inauthentic. Um, It feels like the label just pulled everyone that they could. And yeah, it was really, it was really disappointing, especially when, I think maybe even more so for Justin Bieber, Post Malone. Because I've done songs before, they've done songs together before that were good. Yeah, so really a bummer but let's talk about some of our some of the things that are good about this album because there i would say that there are a few things about this album that my students loved and they would get mad at me in in class when i would say that justin bieber's album was bad i mean i think justin bieber is is as much as this album struggles lyrically he is i think undeniably a talented vocalist his voice sounds better his voice sounds killer it sounds really good yeah, he's singing a lot of R&B, and it feels, yeah, it feels very natural to him. Lots of really good vocalizations, and even though the lyrics are ridiculous, he kind of slides in and out of every line, and maybe that would keep you listening if you were interested in, in hearing that. I think another thing that I really like about this album that some people might fight me on, the production is really good. Yeah. Even though a lot of the songs sound the same, they all have a very similar sound because they're all produced, I think, by the same person. So they all kind of meld together and run together until you don't remember which song is which. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily like a, a weak spot in the album. It feels very continuous. It feels really good. And I'm not sure what Justin Bieber is going to do. I think he was going to go on a tour with Changes. And I could see this being a really good tour album even though we have so many issues with it because it just kind of like flows together and there's a lot of space to add in extra songs add in dancing um so i think i think it has it has some strengths but overall pretty disappointed in you justin bieber um we love you so much we think i pray for you every day and um i'm praying that your next album will you know that god will listen to me and you will (laughs) listen to god and you will make an album that I like. I mean, I don't think that's too much to ask. Hey, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. It means so much to us when you subscribe to the podcast, when you listen to it, when you contact us on social media or even in a text and let us know that you that you like listening. We have a couple of recommendations for you that are good. I've been obsessed with the new Charlie XCX album. I love Charlie XCX and I would say that even though it's an experimental pop album, it's still got some bangers on there for everybody. They're positive and happy songs and they're great for listening to right now. Yep, I've been listening to the new Weekend album. It's killer, it's my favorite album of his. I listen to it usually like every single day while I'm working. It's it's really dark, but it's still 
somehow like, I don't know, energetic. It's, it's really good. Um, and then also the new Empress of album is killer. I love Bad Bunny and Bad Bunny came out with a new album and I love it so much. I love it almost as much as his last album and I hope you get a chance to listen to it. We've been watching Insecure on HBO. Some of you have probably been watching this show for a while, but we just just got on the Insecure train and we are loving it. We've been catching up. We're in season two. Let us know what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you like. Um, we'd love to hear about it and talk about it. It's the joy of our life. Have a good week, and we will post a new episode soon, y'all.